0: Hey, box owners, before we start this week's episode, make sure you subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That is period, sis, brought to you by none other than the official box owner. I'm excited to be having a conversation today with a good friend of mine, Carla Wilmeris. Carla is not only experiencing pregnancy during a pandemic, but she is also experiencing her check, her second child with a 15 year gap from the first time she was pregnant. So there's a lot of things that she is experiencing kind of for the first time. And also again, with new guidelines and regulations because of the pandemic, I really wanted to do this episode because I do truly feel like we are in another era of baby booming with the quarantine and having to stay at home i wanted to know if any of you ladies have experienced this as well or if you're looking to conceive during this time here's a little bit of what you may have to go through without further ado let's get to this week's episode it is another tale of womanhood for women by way how is this pregnancy different from your first two uh i think being alone is really the big difference uh, the ultrasounds, the tests, everything has been by myself. And this, this baby screened positive for Down syndrome. So I was transferred to a high risk clinic uh, where I had NIPT testing. I had genetics testing. I spoke to counselors and it was a really emotional and scary time. And I had to do it by myself. I had to walk through security. I had to wear a mask. Um, and I was scared. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Period Sis. Today I am joined with my good friend, and I'm not even sure why she's a good friend, but apparently she is, Carla Romeris of the Shit I'm 30 podcast and whatever she says. So hey, Carla, what's going on?
1: Great friend, like one of the (laughs) bestest friends, that's correction. And it's because I make your life better. But hello, everyone. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: I don't I don't know if it's that much, but okay. You guys heard in the beginning. Um, I'm kind of excited to have this conversation because I feel like this may be a new baby booming era for us because of quarantine, because of the pandemic. And today we are going to have the conversation with Carla about pregnancy during COVID. However, before we get into that conversation, I really want to have the conversation with you, Carla, about how... You are experiencing pregnancy with a what is it a 15 year gap totally 15
1: year gap my daughter will be will turn 16 3 months after my son is born
0: It's crazy cuz we were talking to and I was like like you're having all of these new experiences or just these experiences with pregnancy period and you're just like my first question, I think, every time is, well, girl, didn't you already go through this? Every like- time. And I keep telling you, <laughs> girl, I don't remember anything. I was
1: 17 years old. It was it was a pretty traumatic pregnancy. Um, so I don't remember any of this. And it's just, it's it's new. It's everything's brand new.
0: So what have been the things that I guess have taken you by surprise as far as like, damn. Did I really go through this already? Uh, what what things have you experienced recently with your pregnancy that are just like whoa?
1: From- I can't believe I went
0: through this already. <laughs> From morning
1: sickness, which I never threw up or anything like that. The only time I threw up was during the gender reveal, and that was because I was so nervous that it would be a girl. Like I was like, please Lord, I've been good. I've been praying. I've been you know walking the path. Do not give me another girl. I have That's
0: awful. You know what? I'll be honest. I think it is so bad when people have the gender reveal parties and they they look disappointed in Oh, that is so, sense.
1: it's so wrong. No, that completely is wrong. Because no matter what we were going to have, it's a blessing. I am also, you said it's a 15 year gap. I'm dealing with a 15 year old teenage girl. This is traumatic stage for me. <laughs> she is an asshole. She is, has hormones. It's like, that's a lot that I'm dealing with there. So it was just, I wanted to experience the boys, the boy. But at the end of the day, if it would have been a girl, she would have been, there no two. Two children are the same so they both would have been a blessing it was just in my mind I'm like Lord I, I just can't deal with these hormones anymore this girl was giving like that morning she was giving me an attitude I'm like I can't I can't do this again so it was more from that not of I would not have felt blessed to have another girl if it was another girl
0: okay all right. I but, guess I do want to go ahead. No,
1: the question you were asking me, though, was I was like from morning sickness, which I didn't remember it very well because I was, again, 17 and in school to feeling the baby kick to going to doctor's appointments, everything from the basics to heartburn and to the emotional feelings. Excuse me. It's all different. It's all different. And I don't remember any of it from back then to now.
0: I'm really interested. If anyone is listening, I would love for you to write me if you are a mother who has experienced a, I would say a pregnancy gap uh, between your children. I would love to know if this is a common experience or not. Um, Because I actually do have a gap between me and my youngest sister, which is seven years. And I believe it's actually six years from my other sister. But I know my mom kind of was just like, oh, it was almost like riding a bike. I remember her saying like <laughs> she did it with me and my other sister and it just kind of came naturally. Everything was pregnancy. So it's interesting to hear that from you. How I guess was your is- mom
1: though? I think it's another thing that makes a big difference for me was oh. me being 17, young, traumatic, being kicked out of the house, you know, dealing with doctors that didn't really want to deal with me, treated me like shit to now being, you know, stable and a good relationship and an adult.
0: Well, my mom was 22 when she had me. And mm-hmm. so I assume my sister uh was conceived around 2930.
1: Yeah, I think that makes a difference uh- too.
0: Okay. That, that's that's very, very possible. Y'all know me. I have not had my womb filled, so <laughs> I can't really speak to this. Um, so Carla, I want to get into it because there's just so many levels um, of precautions and feelings, emotions that you've had to undergo with pregnancy during COVID. Um, and so can we start literally from the beginning of you finding out uh, that you were pregnant, what that journey was like, and we'll just move forward with what the last eight months have been like for you. Literally, so could we? Uh, yeah, Probably could we talk eight about? Eight months. That, that's insane. Yes, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm so mad. I feel like I've been keeping track of your vagina. Um, <laughs> but can we? Can we go from? I guess finding out. You well, know, beforehand, you pissing because pissing on trying the stick. To con-
1: I was trying to you conceive.
0: Are. So, so let's start from there.
1: I was on birth control for 16 years. So since 2005, after I had my daughter and I did not want to have any more children. I was very adamant that it was, I was one and done. I didn't want to fall in love again. I didn't, I just didn't want kids. And um, I decided that, that I wanted to. So 15 years after having her and deciding like, now I want to have a kid. It's like, I've been on birth control all this mm-hmm. time. My body's doesn't know how to regulate itself. I haven't had a period in 15 years. So I I don't know what to do. So I decided to get off birth control. Still no period. We're trying. We're shooting up this club every night, honey. It's like seven nights a week. If if I had a promoter and this door had a cover charge, I'd be making money. So... I'm like, all right, something's happening. So I go to a doctor. I try to find a doctor. And the very first thing I did was look for a Black or Hispanic doctor. I found a Black woman that I wanted to deal with. And I really loved her uh, because of what we always hear. And my first experience sucked with pregnancy. My can doctors you, were awful. Can
0: you actually share uh, what that conversation was like? Uh, I believe, and in, 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 again, y'all, this is my friend, so we've talked about it. But kind of the... I don't want to say trouble, but I remember you sharing the phone call with me that you had with your healthcare provider. And when you requested a black or Hispanic doctor, they almost had to what f- search for one outside of the network almost.
1: Well, that wasn't a doctor. It was a nurse. So okay. when I had it, I found the doctor and... I talked to her, this is pre me getting pregnant. And she talked to me, first of all, they don't test you for fertility if you don't have any actual fertility issues. So she's like, you know, give it some time. She like checked me, did a health check. And basically I seemed fine. You can't really get um, fertility checks unless you pay like thousands of dollars or get a kit from somewhere. And I find her, once I found out I was pregnant, that what you're speaking of is that I requested a nurse. They were going to have a nurse call me once a month to make sure I'm okay and check all these stuff from the health insurance. And I said, okay, well, can I get a black or Hispanic nurse? And they, she's like, um, I've never had that request before. So I called you and I said, am I racist, prejudiced? Like, what, am I wrong for asking this? Because she said that in 30 years, she's never been asked that question. And I said, how? And it was a black woman on the phone. And she's like, yeah, I've never been asked that question before. So she looks into my district and she goes, there's four nurses that work within your district for this, these phone calls and none of them are Hispanic or Black. We I have wow. to get approval to see if I can find one like that. And I said, how? Why? Why why would this be so hard to do, especially when we know the climate of our pregnancies and how we're treated in the healthcare system. Right. So I that happened then, but for those women that are trying to conceive, my biggest thing is in your thirties, um it it feels like in your twenties, women get pregnant in two seconds. Like they have sex, hell, they suck dick and they get pregnant, it feels like. <laughs>
0: So then you well, sitting- don't say that Because a whole lot of dick sucking over here. You have a whole football team.
1: <laughs> no, if so you it takes time. And it it's okay. you have literally a 24-hour window to get pregnant. So I got I found out I was pregnant, Ayana's 15th birthday. We went to go see her at her dad's, uh wax and I. And she kept telling me, You're pregnant. And I'm like, girl, please, chugging down mojitos at the um hotel it was in the midst of covid miami was shut down black lives matters protests were going so the beach was closed the roads were closed glasses were broken all over downtown miami it was a mess so we went to cvs and wax did not allow me to buy any more pregnancy tests i had been buying i had spent probably about 300 dollars in pregnancy tests in the last Wait, four months What? i bought so many every time i coughed and i thought i was pregnant My eye twitch must be I'm pregnant. I wanted it so bad. And I think the anxiety was just making it so I wasn't. So he's like, no more tests. We're done. You cannot take any more tests. So during that time, it had been a month and a half that I had not tested. And I was like, let's get a test. And he's like, no, she's not allowed to. But on the way to Miami and on the way back, I was very nauseous. I was so nauseous. But his ass was nauseous, too. So I said, this must be something we ate. Like it had to have been, but it had been three days and we've been eating the same thing. Ayana was fine. So why are we both feeling this way and having these same symptoms? So we're like, all right, let's smoke. So he's smoking me out in the car, getting high as hell, see if it makes it better. This time
0: it's not working. Like the the marijuana, it ain't working. <laughs> for either one of us, I'm mad y'all are self diagnosing and self medicating yourselves for nausea with fucking marijuana. But okay, continue. They say it <laughs> works.
1: The cannabis people will come for you. They say it works. Uh, so, anywho, we got back home and I convinced them, I said, we have to go. Something's, something's off. Like, something's off. And for sure, I took six tests that night just to make sure. And we still have them all. It was positive it was
0: positive all
1: six six. so I took a cup and peed in a cup and stuck all the piss tests in there and because I was tired I couldn't keep peeing (laughs) I had to to keep waiting so I'm like I can't do one stream and all these tests so I wanted the ones with the line I wanted the one that said pregnant I wanted like different um brands to make sure but then that's when the whole COVID thing hit And it was, I called the doctor and I'm like, I think I'm pregnant. I want to verify, you know, you're supposed to go to the doctor. And they say, sure, we'll see you in five weeks.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Right. You're sitting here like, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. I just had six positive tests, but I would like a, a verification on what I believe to be true. And they, they, they told you to wait a month and a week? <laughs> a month and a week. And keep in mind, at this point, I still
1: haven't had a period. So I don't know how far along I am. Although, I, you know, wow. you can test negative and, and be positive. So I'm like, how far along am I? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I had spotted about three weeks prior. So I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on. Could I be just brand new 48 hours pregnant? Or am I three months pregnant? I don't know. And they don't want to see me. So um, I lied. And I don't of course you did because you're a scammer. <laughs> so what did you lie about? So I had spotted three weeks before, but I told them it was a day before. Okay. And they got me in right away. So they were like, oh, this could be a thing. So let's get you in. But the reason why they weren't seeing me is because COVID, we were in the middle of COVID. It was June fir- June third, something along those lines. So we were in the middle of the world being shut down completely in Black Lives Matter. So right. nobody was working. Everything was shut down. So they just couldn't get us in. They didn't have enough staff. Everybody was just freaking out. And I got in. They sent me straight to the hospital. And they just verified. And I was six weeks pregnant um, at that time. And then everything was fine. But I wanted to verify because I was so anxious uh, as to, like, what was going on inside of me. But that's when I first realized that I went to the the doctor, the first one. And I'm ready to go in the car with Wax. And he goes, they go, No. You have to come in by yourself. And that was the very first time I felt alone. And I have felt extremely alone in every single visit that I've had this year through this pregnancy because he is not able to do anything with me. Everything is done alone.
0: So you can't even have the plus one?
1: No, there's only a plus one in delivery.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Everything is by yourself Every checkup, every scare, every good time, every sonogram, every anything that the doctor is updating me on, he's not there. Every time they check the heartbeat when I walk in, he's not there to hear or see any of it.
0: Has has that affected him in any way? Or do you know to not be able to experience this whole process with you? So I've just made sure to record
1: um sometimes i'll facetime like when she knows the the nurses thank god in my office are pretty aware of what's going on so right before she's gonna do it sometimes she'll be like do you want to facetime him and i'll facetime him so he can hear the quick 15 seconds of the heartbeat i'll send him a video um we did do a sonogram outside paid for that allowed him in so he could see when we wanted to find out the gender So the one he couldn't go into was a blood work and that doesn't really matter, but we went ahead and paid for one where he could come in and Ayana could as well, but it's a private office.
0: That is crazy. And it's not a doctor. As if pregnancy isn't stressful enough, Mm -hmm. like to be experiencing it pretty much in the middle of a pandemic is, is pretty wild. And I just know that during this time, I think I see it all over my timeline, Everyone in their mamas is coming up pregnant right now. Everybody. Because what else do you have to do besides fuck? You know what I mean? Like, and what else is there to do? I
1: think you see a lot of us, and we're also seeing a lot of people in our age range. So there's something that I've had to kind of look at and I said, would we still be seeing these many people pregnant? Maybe not as much, but at this time with people that we know and who we associate with, because we are in our 30s. This is the time when people usually settle down. You know, There's people like me who had our kids at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and most likely aren't really baby daddies anymore, but now got into a serious relationship and we're like, we're stable. We have careers, we have income, we have homes. Now it's time to start a family. So this is the time when people so plan for because-
0: it. This should be the natural time, you know, even just seeing where I'm at right now at 30 compared to where I was at 22, this realistically is the time to conceive and have a, have a child and a family. And what's crazy is the pressure for whatever reason that society puts on us to have it have children young and if we don't have children by a certain age as women maybe something is wrong with us maybe you know what I mean maybe uh we're not good enough to be mothers or wives and it's crazy because like you just said you now have a steady income you now know more about yourself you're now more more equipped to being a great mom Mm -hmm. not saying that you weren't before but even you mentioned it was so much harder it was you've experienced I I guess that's what I want to get into just a little bit too. Kind of just how you're going to, and and I mean, the baby's not here yet, but do you see already just a a difference in preparedness with this pregnancy than with your last? So I'll tell you the truth.
1: I have, it has come out of my mouth a few times where I'm like, everybody should just have their kids at 17, 18 years
0: old. Really? Okay. And why do you think that? You are so worry
1: free in a way. You're so naive about the world that you're not really thinking of all these negative things. Right now, as a 33-year-old, I'm thinking about bringing a black boy into this world. I'm thinking about the climate of what I'm bringing him in. I now know what it is to be broke. I now know what it is to that struggle. I now know, you know, so much more of this world in the negative way that i'm like i just want to protect him with ayana Mm. i was 17 18 years old and i'm like come on girl let's go there was no fear you know i was just so fearless and there were there is a beauty in racing a child that way when you have your kind of your head on kind of sort of straight i'm sure i was missing a few screws and young as hell But you know, it's like, come on, we're going here. And she went everywhere with me. And I just took her and we were I I always set that boundary. We're not friends. And I I had that with my daughter, which some women are okay with being friends with their kids.
0: I'm not. But girl, yes, you are, but okay. With Ayana? You are friends with Ayana until she does something that you don't want her to do. No, we have then you get into mommy mode. We have a great relationship, but there's boundaries.
1: There, okay. there's very very strict boundaries no no no. we can talk about pretty much anything but there's like she can't come to me like girl girl this fist come walking in my room when you feel like it um trying to say something about my relationship you know if she has a concern so she can talk to me but it'd be like yes or getting into like we're home girls no 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 we're not home girls like she'll hear you say something and think she can do the same thing and i'm like that's not that's not where we're going that's not how we do things oh lord but yeah That fear of life now hits in your thirties when you're more mature and have seen the world versus when you were 18. But I also now feel a lot more comfortable to be able to take care of this baby and know that, like, I don't need anyone else's support.
0: You know what's crazy? I guess, I guess I never looked at it that way. I didn't have the fear of the wisdom and knowledge that comes with time. Mm -hmm. To me, I look at raising a family or a child and bringing a life into this world. sorry, if this offends anyone, but almost as a financial burden. And so to me, you know, of course someone in their twenties, uh, is the comparison as far as your financial stability is light years from when you're in your thirties into your career or with someone committed or finally own a home, or you're not living with roommates anymore. I just, I, you know, it's just, so I don't know, know. It's, it's mind-boggling don't
1: know to me. Until you're a mom, you make it work. Financial burden or not, when you're a mom, the finances don't mean a thing. These kids are going to eat. These lights are going to be on. And we become, as women, we are these superhumans. And we make it work, man or no man, sickness or healthy. Like, whatever it is, you you see some women that have children with special needs and they make it work. You're like, how are they right. doing $100,000 in bills and you make $30,000 a year, that baby getting everything he needs. And they find the resources, they find the doctors, they send the emails, they send the letters, they make it work. So we think about the financial aspect. But once you're a mom, the finances, it, it's one thing that you stress about, but it's not the first thing you're worried about.
0: Right. You're worried just about the health mm-hmm. and, and care well, of that your That money child. will come in and you're going to figure out how to make it come in. That was my mom, single mom working two jobs, took care of all three of us. And you see uh, how your mom has handled. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Damn. I guess. I guess. Is there any other things that you feel like that you've experienced outside of the doctor's appointments that seem, you know, to not allow any extra people? Do you think COVID has affected your pregnancy in any other way? Hell yeah. You're
1: you're anxious. I'm already an anxious person, so going out. There's no going out there's no interacting with people my baby shower almost wasn't going to happen we're a week away from it and i remember crying saying wow i'm just not yes. going to have one i haven't been able to experience with my friends i have four friends pregnant and we haven't done like pictures together or hanging out or going to a park we can't do much of that it's like we have to be home Wax is paranoid all the time. Get home, stay home. What if you get sick? What if you get COVID? How is that going to affect you? You know, there's just all these things out there. Plus, on top of the fact that we're in, in a climate during COVID where people are desperate for money and we're seeing where mm. it's doggy dog. I'm hungry. I'm gonna rob you. You know, and it's like, be careful where you're going. I'm vulnerable now. I can't run like I wanted to. You know, I, I can't do what I used to do before. So he's like, you're like a, a handicapped person. Stay the fuck in the car, stay in the house. And that it, pisses me off when he says that but it's true i can't do what i can do right now when i'm as pregnant like what i used to be able to do before so those things all affect me during covid i'm being home can't travel i want to go on a baby moon
0: I know. And I think uh, we were talking about that and you definitely had frustration. And that was what? That was supposed to be in July or August?
1: Yeah. October. We were supposed to go to somewhere. somewhere. Was it
0: October? Was it just, damn, this year has fallen. Jesus. It was like another
1: October I wanted to go somewhere. You
0: wanted to go on a baby moon.
1: He's like, you're not going on a plane.
0: For, for for the for the ladies listening that may be like myself and have never experienced pregnancy or maybe experienced pregnancy but not with a partner uh along their side can you explain what a baby moon is yeah so it's like our
1: last chance to kind of enjoy each other and get away before the baby gets here you know i know a lot of things will change when the baby gets here like our, our, our dynamic this is uh, a Psalm will come first, you know, for a while. He needs my boobs. My boobs will no longer be waxes. They're gonna be in the mouth of this little boy. And how we eat, how we interact, how I work, everything's just gonna be a lot hectic and acclimating to that. My hormones are gonna be back different. So it will be a last getaway, a weekend, three days, four days, however long you can afford. It could even be an overnight stay somewhere, but just something for you two to experience together, nest together, enjoy that time, and then come back to like the real world.
0: I love that I guess before uh, I leave off with you leaving a tip for anyone experiencing pregnancy during covid uh, something that I love about you and that you do and I would love to for you to share anything from this experience is that you are someone who is avid on therapy um, and you've been uh, still seeing your therapist not only pre-pregnancy but during pregnancy pre-relationship, in your relationship. You've also brought your partner. You've brought your daughter. I love that you're in therapy. Um, I want to know if there's been any conversations in therapy regarding not only your anxiety, but where you are mentally with this new baby, with experiencing COVID, with being in a fairly new relationship. Uh, Just if your therapist has shared anything with this journey. So we are not
1: prepared and we're not... we're not really prepared to handle all these changes. There are a lot of changes. And even if you're not pregnant, COVID has hit us all very differently, you know, from staying home for months and not seeing family and all this stuff. So my therapist is just tells myself to give, give myself grace give myself time to accept and feel my feelings. It's really hard for me as a mom to know, am I going to be a good mom? Will I be able to love both kids you know, the same way? Will I be able to provide? Am I ready for this? When the baby gets here, like I want to have a natural birth. Do I have to have a C-section? There's all these fears in my mind that going to therapy definitely ease it, Because if you are an anxious person, if you're someone who's always thinking into the future, you're creating issues in your mind. You're (laughs) creating issues that don't even exist. So it's like taking it one step at a time is very hard for me. But the only way I can truly say that I am moving forward is therapy prayer. So faith-based for myself, whatever that looks like for anyone else, is like believing in a higher power, whatever you believe in. It's like keeping that, being grounded with that. And my therapist definitely keeps us grounded because not no two people think the same way. So for me to bring my partner in, especially during this time when there's hormones going on, I remember we went in for the first time. I was 11 weeks pregnant. It was five weeks until us finding out that I was pregnant. And oh my God, we fucking hated each other. It was like we were fighting, like we wanted to kill, and we didn't understand why. And we were able to sit there in a two hour session and figure it out. And it just got so much better. Oh, so wow. having having that really helps. And still going to her right now really helps us a lot. Because be, everybody's
0: different. And you need that third Everybody person. Everybody is different. I guess, again, Carla, before we get out of here, What tidbit of advice, this is kind of how I like to end off with all of my guests, what bit of advice do you have for anyone experiencing pregnancy or wanting to conceive right now during the pandemic? Find your tribe. I think nothing has helped me more than
1: having, for sure, Jennifer, my friend, um, Janice, Caddy, having my friends that are going through it as well. And I'll call one of them crying. And I'm like, I this feel not, like this. this. is
0: not the babysitter's club. This is not a pregnancy pact. Not this... all of us could have a tribe of pregnant friends at the No, same no, no. time.
1: But when you don't have friends, what I did was talk to someone like Shanisha um, from Black Girls, Black Moms blog. Or there is apps like, um, what... Hold on, I'm going to you right now what the name of it is. What to Expect. They have forums. Oh. You can find, they people are writing on that. You can find friends on Facebook somewhere that are they're in your same weeks. In that forum, there's thousands of women that are due your same month talk to them and ch- exchange information and find someone that's going through the same things that you are because every pregnancy is different. I have my friend, Caddy who is like her and Janice breezing through. I'm like, I have heartburn. I have this. And they're like, oh, we're just chilling. They're having a great time. And I'm like, these fucking bitches. And then I have my friend, Jennifer, who she's like, look at my feet. They look like elephant feet. We have heartburn together. Our backs hurt. She's like, my vagina's breaking today. So she can call me crying. I can call her crying. So it's something like I can't call you and tell you what I'm feeling because you've never had it or you don't have it at the moment. But having someone else is someone I would definitely say, especially during COVID, find someone that understands what you're going through, whether it's another woman trying to conceive or whether it's another yeah, woman yeah, pregnant.
0: Carla, don't call me about this pregnancy for real, for real. I just, be like, I just <laughs> update she be you. Telling, she just gives me updates, but I'd be like, okay, that's cute. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Well, Carla, thank you so much for uh joining me for this conversation. Guys, you guys are finding out now, but this is part one of a two-part series, kind of like what I did with Tayomi uh earlier on this year. I'm excited. We are going to dig into mental health the next time you sit uh you hear from Carla. So thank you yet again. You guys can always check out Carla. Carla, drop your tea. You tell the people where they can find you
1: everywhere and on mandy's page because i like to go on her page all the time oh i'm my just God, kidding no, that, <laughs> right. totally kidding no uh at carla will on all platforms then i do have um whatever she says which is a relationship podcast of the dynamic of my boyfriend and i baby daddy <laughs> and then i have a podcast shit i'm 30 which is coming to a brand new relaunch and rebrand because my life has obviously changed so much from who I was to where I'm going in my journey and how I'm pivoting with my journey. So if you haven't um, binged those episodes, you can listen to some and you'll see the difference of where I'm coming back, you know, two months later and how how I've changed and how that journey is going to keep going because we're always evolving.
0: The only thing that changed about you is you can't drink no more and that's because you're pregnant, but okay. (laughs) Can't wait to hear about this. No, but thank you. And guys, make sure you stay tuned for some stats and facts as I wrap up this this week. I truly hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation with Carla. She is a trip. I did actually want to share some stats and facts per usual. And what's crazy is I was wrong. Or was I? So they are actually contemplating whether we are going to experience a baby boom or a baby bust. The Brookings Institution has estimated that the U.S. birth rate will actually decline by another 7 to 10 percent next year which amounts to about 300,000 to 500,000 fewer births. Um, Guttmacher Institute survey found that 34 percent of women said they wanted to get pregnant later or wanted fewer children because of the COVID pandemic. I guess what's also crazy is in the age of women leading, specifically Black women leading entrepreneurship and really coming out, forming their own businesses and and really becoming CEOs, I think that that's kind of where I align. I actually don't want kids. And as someone who's thirty, who everyone was just like, "Oh, you'll want them one day," here I am. I'm in my thirties, and um, there's still no inkling of that happening anytime soon. So I do wonder. If it's as much to do with the pandemic as it is, millennials really, specifically millennial women, wanting to come out and be the bosses that we are. And we do know that motherhood can take a toll on that, um, or it could also just push us back for our goal deadlines. Um, So that was really interesting. I thought that we were all out here getting it in. And so it was only inevitable that people would also be getting it in and getting pregnant. But I guess not. I do hope that anyone who is going through pregnancy currently is safe, healthy, and does not feel alone in the way that Carla mentioned she felt alone with going to all of her visits without her partner. I do want to thank everyone once again for supporting Official Box Owner. We are going to be taking a break at the end of the year to get ready for 2021 if we can even get ready. Um, I do want you all to make sure you support us by joining our mailing list. Go on over to OfficialBoxOwner.com and join our mailing list. We will be launching box number two in January, box number three in April, box number four in July, and rounding up the year once again, box number five in October Uh, there are limited quantities um, available so if you have not yet subscribed make sure that you have your alarm set or just make sure you join our mailing list that's at officialboxowner.com also go ahead and follow us on Instagram at officialboxowner you can also follow me your girl Mandy B everywhere at fullcourtpumps thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of period sis that's all period. period We've managed women in pregnancy the whole time, but very differently. And so we are learning how to use tools like the electronics that we have. So we're seeing patients virtually, we're doing consultations that way, we're even doing counseling and support for patients that way. But it's been really difficult because we are also mandated to keep that curve flattened. Fortunately, we do have some technology that helps us to bridge the gap a little bit we can use your phones and you can do FaceTime or whatever visual aids that we have to bring partners into the room electronically. So we're adjusting, but I validate that it's, it's not anything that we anticipated and we're really evolving in our approach the whole time.